this is the Self-Help Hipster Podcast, Season 3, Episode 8. Atomic Habits, The Self-Help Bomb by James Clear. Hello, 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 and welcome to a brand new episode of the Self-Help Hipster Podcast. My name is Liana from theselfhelphipster.com. And my name is Andrew Chin from andrewchin.co. And together we host the Self-Help Hipster Podcast, a podcast in which we talk about self-help books, about our pop culture pleasures, and about all the things that we are obsessed with lately. Ooh, and are we? We we really are. We sure are obsessed with things. So today we are talking about the James Clear book, Atomic Habits. I'm wow. excited. Me too. So this is a book that has come highly recommended to me by basically anyone I know. Really? But yeah, the the self-help uh, people were very much into this. Ah. I've seen this book on Instagram by, with people and um, um, James Clear is a very, for those of you who do not know, James Clear is a very well-known uh, self-development writer from the States. Yeah. Um, he's a photographer and like a journalist as well, but he his website on self-development and how to live your life better website um, has grown very consistently and hugely over the past, I don't know, give or take five years, maybe longer. Something like that. Yeah, yeah he's a me, blogger, right? He's, yeah, he's a, he started out as a blogger and then his newsletter got a lot of subscriptions. Oh, his newsletter he's is huge, yeah. Um, I kind of, maybe this is helpful for the listeners as well. I kind of think of him in the same, like in the same group of people as Leo Babauta. Sorry, that's a very Dutch pronunciation, but <laughs> Leo Babauta is one of those uh, self-help Zen writers. James Altiker. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, uh, Mark Manson. Yeah. Uh, Steve Pavlina. But Steve Pavlina is like an, an older generation of this type of guy. But for the new guy, he's with the group in, with Leo, Mark, and uh, the other James. Yeah. So, yeah. But he's more... Right now, he, he really took this one concept. Yes. He The used concept to write, of habits. Yes. He used to write about like... All sorts of things. Mm. I've been subscribed to his newsletter for a while, uh, but he really started to sort of like taper down to the one concept of habit change and how to use habits to live your life the best possible way. Yeah. Um, which resulted in his book Atomic Habits that dropped somewhere over the last year. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So in his book, James Clear basically takes a lot of the quite well-known self-help concepts of habit change and how habits can either make or break you kind of and he um he writes about that um basically in terms of like little well big laws that he feels like are universal for all of us and how the way that they work and it's a very um useful book in my opinion me too i think so too yeah so um andrew what did you think of the book i loved it i think it's a very important book I think it's one of those must-reads. I think so too, especially... Bold statement. Yeah, bold But I think it's one of those must-reads. But for the 2018-2019 self-help books, if you haven't read this one, um, then you I don't know what you're doing with your life. Speaking <laughs> of books that you should read and that are an absolute must-read, I would be remiss I if I didn't just tell you. I going to say that. <laughs> plug, 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 plug. So I, if you're Dutch, I wrote a book uh, uh, that dropped in October... Uh, it's called Je Moet Bijna Niks, which translates to you almost, You don't have to do almost anything. Um, and it's available on bol.com and wherever fine literature is sold. So if you like our podcast and if you like my articles on my website and if you like my Medium stuff, which is the stuff that I write in Dutch on the Medium platform, please take a look at my book. And if you want to buy one so that I get a euro. Yay! Yay. <laughs> And make sure you read it before the next book comes out, right? Yes, definitely. Like, keep your eyes out. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anywho, a short intermezzo there for some shameless self-promotion. But um, this is a book, I feel like um, James Clare basically took everything that he ever knew and everything that he's ever written himself and combined it into like a compact little package because the book is not super long. No. It's easy to read and it's not super long it takes you a good while to go through it because if you want to read the chapters with attention and focus obviously it takes a little bit more time but it's doable this is not like a giant pill like a giant pile of like literature and articles and stuff that's hard to waddle through this is pretty like easy stuff i think it's the perfect length because you yeah. don't want to go too deep into no, exactly. this because it's so actionable yes exactly and it's it's clear 
It is. Like James. Sorry. Ah, Sorry, I've been obsessed with an air horn sound lately, which is the dumbest, (laughs) dumbest thing ever to be obsessed with. But I have been obsessed with puns lately, which is the dumbest thing to be obsessed with. (laughs) Yeah, pun. So puns and air horns. I want to make this the website punintended.com, but it exists. Ah, yeah, I, I, I was listening. I was like, "That must that." There's no way that that nobody else has yeah. done that before. It's got it's got to be there. I just know it, it's there. All right. So, Andrew, tell us a little bit about your relationship with habits and habit change, because we've been doing um, 30 day challenges before in the oh, podcast. Yeah. Oh. We talk about it all the time. So, how do you feel about habits? That was the one thing I was thinking about all the time. It's like. <laughs> Wow, look at how important habits are. Mm-hmm. They're like the building blocks for your life. Mm-hmm. The, the atomic, the, yep. that's where the name comes from. It's yep. like, it's it's super great pun. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's pretty good. It's on an atomic level, which yeah. means atoms, like super small. Yeah. Like on the mo- but it molecule can ha- level. Uh, yeah, but this it can have such a huge effect. Humongous. If, if split. Yeah. And then there's a bomb. <laughs> Boom. Atomic bomb. <laughs> so I love the title. It's great. And it says it all. Yeah. The thing I like the most is that it's about small changes. Yeah. That is really key. Yeah. Key to success for a book like this or for for anything. Yeah. Is that for sure. he focuses on making things easy small yeah obtainable really awesome especially considering like later in the book because he starts out small and he explains that in order for you to you don't have to plateau when you're working with habits you got to get to a certain level and once you're there you can like stabilize and then you can improve further yeah so with these little increments of change and little increments of improvement um over time as long he has this really really cool metaphor with the ice cube um, where he's saying like, okay, because oftentimes we get discouraged if um, we want to change something and we do things in order to make that change. I don't know, maybe lose weight or be more focused or productive or sleep better or get up earlier. And we get really disappointed when um, the results aren't there yet or we fail a couple of times and stuff like that. And at one point in the book, James has the metaphor of an ice cube. And he says, okay, so let's say that there's a room that's like, around um, minus 10 degrees Celsius. Mm -hmm. And you walk in and you get like a foggy breath and it's very cold in a room, but you're in the room and there's an ice cube on the table and every hour they turn the thermos up one degree. So slowly every hour the temperature goes up by one degree Celsius. And at first nothing happens. The ice cube is on the table, your breath is still foggy. For a while, nothing happens, but there comes a point somewhere around, I'm assuming, and I didn't go to fucking school for chemics or nature or whatever, um, at some point there's this moment and that's when the ice cube starts melting. Yeah. So it seems for a really long time that nothing is happening while in fact there's tons of, there's tons of stuff happening, yeah. but you don't see it yet. And the ice cube, there comes a point where the temperature has increased enough that the ice cube starts melting. Yeah. And I feel like that's the same way with humans and like improvements and want to see results and stuff like that. And James Clear also says like, if you improve 1% every time, you get really, really exponentially great results. But if you get 1% worse every time, you get exponentially bad results. results, So the only thing you really got to focus on is little things, little improvements, that 1%, maybe even 0.5, Oh, sure. If that's the only thing that's doable you don't for have you to right be now. One. You don't have to do one. You don't have to do one, but make sure that it's something. <laughs> yeah. Bless you. Thank you. Just make sure that it's upwards. Make sure that you turn the thermos even the tiniest bit up instead of down if you have an ice cube to melt. <laughs> hey. Yeah, it's the principle of compound interest. Yeah, right. And I think that is everywhere. Yeah, sure. It's in finance, It's but also in habits. Yeah, for sure. So... When you do a year of mm-hmm. one percenting, if you, <laughs> I love that term, one percenting. We're gonna write that down. <laughs> you will not be three hundred and sixty-five. No. Uh, no, no. Wait, 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 wait. 
it's one percent of the current state mm-hmm. and tomorrow you'll be one percent of your current state yeah. of or or yesterday's state plus one percent yeah it's exponential it's exponential yeah. so it's ridiculously yes we're not insane. gonna tell you the exact number because no. <laughs> neither andrew or i know exactly where to end a gazillion up after. Percent exactly better. um but i like the term one percenting yeah we should one percent our way through life and then we oh if you one percent throughout your life you will be part of the one percent oh my god oh my god <laughs> <laughs> that is a really cool sentence. I don't know if it's true, but I do think it sounds really, you really be. good. Yeah, there's a one percent chance. <laughs> there we go. And the other interesting thing is that, like, I can imagine that if you're listening, you're like, "Geez, I'm not going to spend my entire life getting one percent better because you know people got mm-hmm. shit. Everyone's got shit to do, and yeah. they want to like relax, and they want also Netflix, and and I get that more than anyone. But you got to realize that the one percent getting better is so easy to do in a day. Yeah. Like in a daily day. Yeah. This is not like I have to wake up at five every day and do, uh, you know, it's not It's not no. like having every th- little thing in one day, but you can always do that 1% in whatever area. Like there is a 1% somewhere available to you without like sacrificing your R&R or your downtime or no. your playtime. That, that doesn't have to be the case at all. No, you can do that 1% better as well. Yeah, like enjoy, do some high quality R&R. Yeah, enjoy your, your R&R uh, 1% more. <laughs> there we go. But um, there is also one story that I really, really loved. And that is the story of the Brits not being able to win any Tour de France's. Yeah. Um, the Brits were so bad at cycling. Yeah. They sucked. but then there was this this guy who thought i'm gonna change all this yeah and the way he did it was to one percent every single thing Mm -hmm. in every single area so everywhere where you could find a little bit of um improvement he did it yeah so he made sure that um, he took. If you take the whole bike, you can have the bike is made out of so many parts, mm-hmm. and he tried to put a little bit of improvement on every single part of the bike, That's awesome. and also on like the human. Yeah. So <laughs> um, the 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 suit. Yeah. Right. He he took indoor suits to go outside yeah. to make like point one percent less friction. Mm-hmm. He changed the diet in in little areas he made sure that the lubricants were a little bit better yeah he made sure that and they made sure that all the things everywhere were just a little bit better and if you put that on a pile yeah imagine how huge that it's gonna be that how much it adds up yeah so i i once wondered why on the Volvo Ocean Race they mm-hmm. cut the toothbrush in half so oh, yeah. you would save a little weight. Oh yeah. But, but that's it's not exactly just that, that yeah. one toothbrush. It's everything everywhere. Yeah. And that adds up. Definitely. So I think that is a really great metaphor to to remember. It's like you don't have to make big changes and because those are unsustainable. Yeah, usually see, that's, yeah, exactly. It's like too hard to change. Yeah. But and if I you think that's, that's constantly the, look at yeah. little things. I think that's the problem with habit change in general, and I am very prone. I've been very prone to that uh, myself. Is I don't want to. Um, I'm a sort of like an all or nothing kind of person, so mm. um, I have the tendency to overdo it. So um, I used to, and not as much anymore. But I used to like want to change. If I was going to change, I was going to change like radically and drastically. So no more sleeping in, no more Netflix, no more nothing. Super healthy, super everything. Working out like a gazillion times a week, (laughs) which like it's so crazy to think about that. Like I'm still very ambitious. I want to live my life right, and I want to have healthy habits. But it's such a weird thing to think back of everything I tried to cram into like a week, which is nuts. Um, and that's unsustainable because you only have so much energy, both actual physical energy as mental energy. There's this willpower thing that really does happen. And I know this because I've just done a hell week and hell week 
has a lot of different components. She just casually said. Just a little one. <laughs> and I didn't do the hell night, so I'm totally cheating. But the interesting thing was that I had to get up at five. And guys, I say this with love for everyone who does hell week or gets up at five, but you're all fucking nuts. I hate getting up at five o'clock. I think it is the fucking worst. I do not understand why, well, I do understand now, but for me, five o'clock is like light years away from 5.30. 5.30 I can do, I've done it, I do it every once in a while to get to a yoga class in Rotterdam from The Hague. I do it every once in a while if I have to go somewhere. 5.30, fine, fine. But five o'clock, I just wake up and I just hate everything. <laughs> so, so that's where the threshold is then? There's, that is where the threshold is. I should try, for fun, I should try 5.15 and see yeah. if that's like a little sweet <laughs> spot or something. But, um, so I've, I've, I did that faithfully for the first five days. Cause you know, I put the, the alarm clock at 4.50, uh, uh, 10, to, 10 to five, so 4.50 AM. And I do it, uh, I, I'd get out of bed and I made sure that I would sit behind my laptop at five. And somehow I did not pull it off for the second two days of the hell week. So I'm going to try to like, I'm going to find a way to sort of like reschedule and do those two days still. My willpower is just gone. I've depleted the willpower that I had yeah. for to wake up at five, because obviously in hell week, you also work like a maniac during the day. You eat healthy, um, you go to bed at 10. Uh, there's all like you do these, these assignments. Yeah. So there's a lot of different aspects to it. My willpower, my willpower is just gone. I'm gone. It's gone. Yeah, it's like a battery, right? Yes. and the, You it, can the, deplete it. And that's the thing, if you try to do it drastically, everything's gone Yeah, and you can't do it. And you fall back into the old habits, which in my case is waking up at like six or 6.15, uh, which is great still, but whatever. Yeah. Um, so that's why this book really touches on some really, really important stuff. Um, do it small because you cannot sustain the radical and drastic things uh, because your willpower will be depleted. Well, if you practice the little, little things, those become easier. Yeah. And the thing is that when you do those little things, you build systems. Exactly. And, and the systems, systems is, where, yeah, is exactly. where it's at. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> systems. It's the systems yeah. approach to life. Yeah. That is, the, it's the, all the best books that I've read from the best thinkers. Mm -hmm they end up talking about systems. Yeah. And there is something there, people. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's where it's at. Yeah. It's habits and systems showing up daily, or not daily, it's not the key. No, showing but, up yeah, regularly, but, yeah. regularly enough. Yeah, exactly. And the, and the systems help you do that. Yeah. Um, which is why an interesting thing, which is a common thing I feel in self-help or in the, in the habit change type of department, um, you gotta link habits. If you link oh, habits yeah. up, if you, it becomes easier to do them. So um, it makes sense, for example, to wake up, drink a glass of water, and then straight, I don't know, straight straight away go do something, whatever it needs to be, whether it's like getting some writing in or getting uh, going to stretch or uh, I don't know, getting in a shower and getting dressed immediately. Mm -hmm. But like, bop, bop, bop. Step one, getting out of bed. Step two, get a glass of water. Step three, do whatever you wanted to do. Just because it's it's easy. You yeah. get up, you get a glass of water, and then you start doing something. The more you've done that, the easier it becomes. Yeah, and the glass of water means doing something. Yeah, exactly. Getting up means glass as of water. As soon as you put, like, as soon as you put the glass yeah. down, eventually your autopilot will be like, oh, and now we're yeah. going to do this, or now we're going to do that. What do they call it? Habit stacking or habit yeah. linking? Yeah, I what think do you it's, call it? Yeah, I habit think it's stacking, right? Habit linking. Habit, yeah, no, it's, whatever. No, it's stacking. For, for James whatever. Clear, it's stacking. Sorry, I've also Doesn't been matter. reading Magic magic Morning. No, The Magical Morning. The Miracle Morning. Miracle Morning. Oh, I've really? Also, yeah, I've, I'm doing this new um, thing on my website where I reread classics. Awesome. I've just done the Deep Work uh, by Cal Newport, but it's uh, not going the, to be online. I've scheduled it in for like September. Oh. And I'm also doing the Miracle Morning one, which brings me to another topic All for the, the last stuff. two episodes. <laughs> so, Andrew. Yeah. I'm thinking we should bring back the 30 day challenge. I'm thinking too, now that I've read this book. Yes. I think the 30 day challenge is gonna be. And you know why? I've discovered a, a great, system. Oh, I've discovered see? a system. Ladies and gentlemen, systems. pay attention. Systems. She discovered a system. 
in Tell Miracle me. Mor- Morning, there's this entire part about like transforming your life through 30 days. I'm so excited. What he says, is he a he? I see he. Um, he, he talks about like 30 day challenges and that people often don't complete them. And I was like, sir, I have no idea what you're <laughs> insinuating. <laughs> Actually, I do. I never finished my 30-day challenge, which was kind of the reason kind of why we sort of yeah. let it die a little bit. But we couldn't bear the shame. Exactly. It's it's embarrassing. To, show to, after show yeah, exactly. after show. It was embarrassing. As self-help gurus. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. That's how I get out of bed. It's one of my identities, if you will. Oh, oh my God. Um, identity. Yeah, Let's talk about that later. Yeah, we're talking about identities later. But he says... You basically see three stages in every 30-day challenge. Stage one is the first 10 days. It's basically hell because it's super hard to either do or not do something for 10 days. Whether you stop drinking coffee or start drawing every day, it's hard to get it in because it's not part of your system yet and it's hard. Then 10 to 20, 21 is challenging still. So you're not there yet, but it's not as hellishly hard as it was in the first 10 days so it's easier and by the time the 21st 22nd day rolls around you're into it and it works better so i feel like it would help us to sort of think about it in those three Mm. stacks so first we know we're going to suffer for 10 days then we're going to have a challenge for 10 days and then we're going to be kind of cool with it and i feel like that would help us yeah expect the suffering exactly don't be pussies yes don't be a pussy basically so I was thinking we should try that. Which is that. all of life, huh? Pretty much. You got to suck it up. <laughs> <laughs> Some inspiring words there for yeah. you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but let's talk about identities. Oh, yeah. Because that's also a very cool and you interesting know that, part. Yeah, that was, for me, an unexpected turn. Because yeah. um, for the last few years... I've learned to not link up too much on identity and not to be such an ego maniac and ego, 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 ego is the enemy. You know, Mm -hmm, that's mm -hmm. the Ryan holiday classic for you there. Classic. So I was thinking, Hey man, don't be so, uh, such an identity person. Yeah. But now this comes into my life telling me that the way you do things is the way you look at yourself. Yeah. And that creates an identity. So, Am I the kind of person yeah. who does this like this? Yeah. So when you want to wake up earlier. Say I'm an early riser. Are you an early? I'm, yeah. I'm the kind of guy who wakes up yeah. early. Um, if you uh, make to-do lists mm-hmm. or clean your car. I yeah. am the kind of guy who drives around in a clean car. Yeah. I'm the kind of guy who makes to-do yeah. lists. So all the things that you want. So you shouldn't look at. Maybe maybe you're you want to be a millionaire. Mm-hmm. Let's say you want to be a millionaire and you don't have a million dollars yet. You there's two ways of looking at it. I'm not a millionaire yet because I don't have the million dollars. Mm-hmm. Or you are the type of person who acts like a millionaire would. Yeah. L- uh, saving money, making blah blah, mm-hmm. doing the things, doing the work, yeah. all the stuff that yeah. a millionaire would do. Would do in order to become a millionaire. And then you are yeah the type of millionaire person yeah and that is the thing the thing you you have to strive for is yeah. because once you are a millionaire you will not be happy you no. you will be a millionaire when you so you will be happy when you uh, are in, the type of person are the type yeah. of person who yeah. is a millionaire i yeah i think it's a very interesting playing field because it kind of works both ways and it can also be uh it can also work in a negative manner um for example i think it's um sometimes this is a very helpful strategy to think of yourself for example if you think about yourself as a a, a fit person or as someone who likes oh, yeah. to exercise mm-hmm. and you see there's a part of your identity that identifies with going to the gym with hanging out there with doing the workout with like i don't know stretching if you identify with that it becomes easier to go it becomes yeah. easier to actually go work out um, because it or it's already kind of a part of you, and basically, I feel you kind of lower the threshold, like the the the, yeah. the threshold that you have to go over to actually get your workout stuff and go. You can lower that by thinking of yourself as someone who likes to exercise, as someone who's fit, as someone who enjoys working out. On the other hand, it does not work if you on a 
lower, more subconscious level or even conscious level, think of you of yourself as like a deeply unhealthy or unfit person, that's not going to work because you know you're fooling yourself. You don't actually like to yeah. work out. You don't actually want to be there yeah. because it's not really yet who you are. And if that's the case, the only way to change that is by going to the gym anyway. Yeah, but then you say, I am the type of person who goes to the gym anyway. Yeah. So I'm the type of person who sucks it up. Yeah, exactly. I'm and the you type can of person who is not a pussy. Yeah. You can spin yeah. it positively, yeah. obviously, but it's um, you gotta find you gotta find the way, kind of. Yeah. Same with that with the, with the money thing. Um, if you really want to make a million dollars, which I honestly have no negative opinion about or anything, I feel like in the Netherlands we are way too uptight and judgmental about other people who want to be successful and ambitious and want to make money but that's a story for a different time mm -hmm. um so if you want to make a million dollars if you want to be a millionaire um but you feel terrible about your financial situation maybe don't focus so much about thinking that you're a millionaire or thinking that you're going to be a millionaire focus on something else like kind of like what you said like suck it up don't be a pussy i'm the kind of guy who works hard Yeah. I'm the kind of guy who's getting out of debt. I'm the kind of guy who makes sound financial decisions. I'm the kind of guy who uh, has all his checks in order. Think, yeah. Take the different elements True. and then maybe eventually your your identity becomes someone who's good with money. Right, someone right, who's good right, with right, business. Right, right. And then from there on out... There you go. Find the smallest thing that's not going to give you the cognitive dissonance. That's ex that's beautiful. Yeah. That's exactly it. Find the smallest thing yeah. that's not going to give you cognitive dissonance. Because I don't think about myself. Twitter. No, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, we're gonna t we're gonna tweet that out at some point. I just know I just know we're gonna do it. Let's let, on our self help hipster merch. We can have a T shirt that oh, says that'd that. Oh, that'd be so cool. Find the smallest thing that won't give you cognitive dissonance. I was I was gonna say something, but I forgot. Sorry. That's okay. Because I'm the same as you, kind of. That's what I want to say. That I didn't used to think much anymore about like my identity because it only got in my way. Because yeah. I, I made it into something that I wasn't and that I knew that I wasn't. So it only felt like I was fooling myself. Yeah. And what helped for me was I don't think about myself so much. I just do things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, once I've read this book, I'm just like, yeah, it does help me to think, okay, I'm the kind of person who likes exercise, which is true. I just really don't think about it. But I noticed that by thinking of myself as the person who's in the gym, as the person who enjoys the workout, as the person who high fives her coach, it becomes easier to go. Yeah. So it does work. James says, at one point he says, um, find the thing you want to identify with yeah. and then prove it to yourself. <laughs> like, I, yeah, I, I want to be too. a writer, yeah. start yeah. writing, exactly, and then you prove to yourself that you are a writer by showing up yeah. enough times. Can you say it one more time? I thought it was so beautiful. Yeah, find a thing you want to identify with oh, yeah. and then prove it to yourself. Yes, I love it. So, um, so identity yes. in a small way, I think. Identity in a small way as well. Same with kind of like the habits and the yeah. stacking. Don't let it work against you. Exactly. You can know. You know when it's working against you, right? When you, yeah. when you, when, when, I think oh, if, if you know feels, when identity is working against yeah. you. Yeah. I think if it feels uncomfortable or, yeah. or it gives you tension in some way, then, then it's not right. Then it yeah. should be different. Yeah. And sometimes it also helps to take your ego and your identities out of the equation for a while and just behave, just oh, do yeah. things. Yeah. I feel like, you know, play around with it a little bit. You'll, you'll figure it out. I, I find myself now that I've read the book, I find myself thinking constantly, am I the person who would oh, do this? Nice. Am I the kind of person who this is? Am I the kind of person who would do this yeah. like this? Uh, every time with everything. That's so It's cool. so fun. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just think about it a little. What I think most about after reading this book is the, um, um, the habit linking. So once I've done the one thing, I can do the other thing, especially during the, the hell week that I did, I woke up, I was at my laptop at five. I wrote for three Pomodoros and then I went to exercise. Like that's not, that's probably not going to be sustainable for my life whenever I go back to work because now I have some time off. Um, but I did notice that it's easy. It became easier. Like the first ah. two days I wanted to cry because I mm -hmm. fucking hate five o'clock. I hate five in the morning, but 
I gave myself some easy things to write about during those three Pomodoros in the morning. And then I had some breakfast and then I went to go work out and it was perfect. Yeah. So it was a little system. It's a system. And um, can we talk about the four stages? Yes, please do. Because there is in every habit, Mm -hmm. there are four stages. The the first is the trigger or the, the cue. Yeah. Then there's the craving. Yeah. The response and the reward. Yeah. The the trick is, if you want to change a habit, you want the trigger to be obvious, Mm -hmm. the craving to be attractive, the response to be easy, and the reward to be satisfying. If any of those are off, off, you will not... uh, Yeah. Create, it, it a, be, create a habit. It will be very difficult. It will be yeah. very difficult. Yeah. Yeah. So if you don't see it, obviously, if you don't stack it yeah. to something, link it to something, it exactly. won't be obvious to, to do something. Like the dancer, Twyla Tarp. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you read that story. It's, I, can't, I can't remember. She um, lived in New York City and wanted to go to the gym. Yeah. And her method of actually going to the gym was to wear your gym shoes, go outside and hail a cab. Oh yeah, right. And once she hailed the cab, the yeah. the whole system was completed. Exactly. Because to tell the cab driver to, to return to the home <laughs> is kind of embarrassing, right? Yeah. It's harder. It's true. So it's she made sure that once she's in the cab, then you've completed the, the procedure. Yeah. So you can just go to the gym and do your thing. I feel it's the same with basically everything, especially going to, to the gym, but also for other things, you just got to get through the first five minutes. Of oh, yeah, yeah. Those four, first five minutes, whether it's studying, yeah. starting on a project, but also going to the gym or writing or whatever, you just have to make it through the first five minutes. And once you've done that, you're golden. Yeah. Honestly, that's the one thing that you need to do. Because once you're in the gym, you're going to do the workout. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're taking a class, you're not going to half-ass the class. No. And once you're sitting down with all your stuff, with ready to work, ready to get on with the project, why the f- you, sure, you could stop after five minutes and you could start slacking at some point. But once you go, th- once you get through those first five minutes, usually you're fine. Yeah. Starting is absolutely the hardest. So make starting easy exactly. is a very important thing to do. Definitely. So make starting easy or fun yeah, or exciting or yeah. whatever. Or, or make it make attractive. Sure. Exactly. Make it attractive. If, make you, sure, if you're able yeah. to do that, then it's fine. I've seen people put on their headphones and mm-hmm. they once they, they thought it was a certain song or a certain yeah. album mm-hmm. that they had to listen to to, to yeah. focus. But now they can just put on the headphones yeah. and focus. Yeah. They're in the zone because they linked headphones mm-hmm. with focus. And I work. have a really interesting tip, tip about that. Um, because I've read in another book, I think it's, I didn't read the entire book, but it's a very, it's, I think it's the most famous tip from the book by Mark Tichelaar, which is a Dutch, really well-known psychologist who writes about focus. Mm. And he says, focus it really helps your brain to have something to do, but it should be a little bit easy. So maybe listen to music that you know really well or music that like that's easy to listen to. He listens yeah. to fucking metal or something, so I don't really know what, what that's about. But um, And the one thing that I do, if I have to sit down and start working or writing, I put on Spotify, but with um, you can pick a song and then put on radio. Yeah. That you can make a playlist mm-hmm. about that. And there's this one song I think I think I'm going I can I can link it below. Uh, I think it's Peace of Your Heart. It's kind of like a housey track. It's very fun but but also like with a, with a good bass. Yeah. It starts with that song. So that song poof gets me into folks uh, mode and I'm there. But after that, it's nice to have some sort of like more variation, more different different songs. So I think that that works really well. Uh, I like the way the, the way to work like that. Uh. I, I, me too. I, I, I put on. I always listen to Nicole Mudaber <laughs> on <laughs> techno. It's techno, oh, and it's really? a Nicole Mudaber mix that she, she's, she always has a new mix out every week. Oh, nice! And it's somewhere. Really I get 
taken to Ibiza or oh, I get yeah. taken to LA <laughs> and then her voice is like this is Michael Mudaber <laughs> and it's like oh yes Bring it. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm on in focus mode yeah, immediately perfect. because techno is perfect techno focus is really music. good it, yeah. it also like a lot of people I do it sometimes too just put on a set like a techno set from yeah. where from a festival or something. Exactly that. Yeah, perfect. It's perfect. And it's a long set. It's usually yeah. an hour. That's, and exactly. that's exactly yeah. the amount of time usually I need yeah. for to finish something. Oh, fantastic. Mm-hmm. I think we've touched on the most important things. I think so too. Anything else to add? Um mm, Well, one thing I do want to touch upon is that um at the, at the end of the book James Clear talks about basically what I think has to do with longevity and like long-term commitment because he gives the example of Steve Martin who Ah, um, Steve Martin. Always uh, Steve Martin. Always Steve Martin. He he worked in like Disney and the comedy yeah. club for like forever. Um and um he basically said okay, it took two, 10 years yeah. of learning, then 4 years of eh, and then four years of like being an overnight success, which obviously you're not an overnight success. I but, love yeah. that and overnight success thing, right? Yeah. That people perceive you yeah, as an no overnight such, success. A, yeah. Anyone who's listening out there, there is no such thing yeah. as, a, as an overnight success. Suddenly it can snowball, sure. Mm-hmm. But all the things that have gone, that have gone before yeah. have needed to happen in order mm-hmm. to get there. And that's something in terms of habit change that if I could give anyone, everyone, one tip it would be you're gonna fail that's part of the autopilot that's part of the way our brain works that's part of the way we do things um but keep trying don't get discouraged because a habit takes a very long time to change so don't get discouraged and it's all about longevity and it's all about long-term commitment and consistency and um one thing that you need to do one thing that you need to do is be okay with the fact that every now and again you're just gonna fall down you're just gonna i don't know order that giant plate of fries once every now and again you're gonna not work out once every now and again you're gonna have a day where you play nothing but video games because you found that there's a new expansion pack to your favorite Mm -hmm. game more on that later because i'm not talking about myself at all um (laughs) and i feel like um we're very all or nothing and we either succeed or we fail but with habits there's no such thing every time you fail you've practiced yeah every time you've managed to do it a couple of times the way you wanted to you've practiced it's all practice and practice makes progress and eventually you'll get to that point where the habit that you want to have is easier yeah to keep up and uphold as long as you show up Keep showing up, exactly. And never miss twice. Never miss twice. I, oh yeah, that's a really cute one. But that's kind of sort of like more of a, a heuristic way that you can call that, like a general sort of rule of thumb, where um, it's fine to not do something, especially like, you know, life happens. It's fine. Yeah. But try to be conscious of not letting it like spiral out of control and not letting it slip away. And by thinking, don't miss twice, like it's fine. Like if you're like have a have a deadline, so you don't go to exercise or whatever. It's fine to miss that day, but try to get back in there the next day in order to prevent not going at all anymore. Yeah, because the first slip is fine. It's yeah. like a you sure, trip. yeah. But the second one is the start of the downward spiral. Exactly. Yeah. That's the one percent getting worse. Yeah, that's where it starts. Yeah, exactly. So, so do yeah. we recommend the book? I do. I do. Must too. read. Yes, I think it's a must-read as well. It's the self-help hipster must-read seal of approval. <laughs> Definitely. I think it might be the, 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 the must-read of our season. I did like Grit also a lot. Oh, absolutely. But I feel like this might be... This is the, the most actionable, yes. most... This, If you do this... Yeah, come on, fun. Man. Yeah, if you're going to have this, a good life. Yeah. There's one thing I, 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 I want to add to mm-hmm. what you said about mm-hmm. longevity. Yeah. There is something you need to have in order to do the longevity thing because mm-hmm. you will not see results for a long time. Mm-hmm. And that is faith. Yeah. You have to believe. Yeah. In something that is not there yet or that you do not see yet. Yeah. You got to believe in the future, man. And you got to have patience. It's faith yeah. and patience because Yeah. 
I every once in a while I'll encounter someone who's just like, oh, I love what you do. Uh, I wish I could. Um, uh, I want to write as well, and then they start like cranking out a couple of articles, and then they don't go viral or they don't really get a big audience immediately and they're super discouraged and i'm like bitch do you know how long i've been on the internet do you have do you have any idea how long i have been writing grinding stuff out online yeah it feels like forever which is which is which is not but i've been doing this shit for a very long time and the reason that eventually people started reading it and people started listening to it is obviously because like at some point I got lucky. Some people saw it, some people read it and liked it. Some people started sharing it with each other, which made it grow. But I had been putting in the work before and I kept putting in the work after. Yeah. And I have always said I would write even if, and if no one would read it, I would write it as well. Um, And that's, that really helps me in order to do it. But it's, um, you got to have faith that you're doing the right thing and that you're doing what you need to be doing. And if I'm very happy with the successes that I've been able to get, uh, like obviously having a having your own book is super cool and having people who love your stuff is, is really, really nice. Um, so whenever someone comes up to me and, and they're like, yeah, I wrote a couple of articles and then it's cool, but obviously they've just started out. So it's A, not a lot, and B, it's not as good as it's gonna be. So try not to get discouraged, like, and try to have, um, in Dutch we call it have a long breath. Ooh. That's the Dutch term. And basically what it means is that you have to be able to breathe out for a very, 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 very long time and trust that at the end of the long breath, something will be there for you. Amen. So, amen. Let's move on. My current obsession. So what are you obsessed with, Andrew? I am obsessed with so many things. But let me just um, follow your example and mm-hmm. just say that I'm obsessed with these. Oh my God, I love them. I complimented Andrew on his sneakers earlier today, but he put them on the table to show me them. Where, these where are they are from? Alexander McQueen's. <gasps> these are like the sneakers. And there's the Alexander McQueen oversized sneaker. I and love them. They're so fun. They're. Uh, I'm gonna I've link been obsessed picture. with them for over a year now. Mm. And you treated yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, they're so nice. They're white on whites Mm -hmm. and they're super comfy. They have like a high sole and they're they're made of baby cow leather. Like, (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna get letters. It's the opposite of vegan. Mm -hmm. No, yeah, uh, I love them. They're really nice. I just love them. I also love your socks, by the way. Oh, thank you. The little palm trees. Thank you. Taking a bit of the vacation with you. Yeah, taking a bit of vacation. I like it. Yeah, so... That's one. Yeah, nice. How about you? <laughs> so I'm obsessed with our brand new dishwasher, which Ooh. is a dumb thing. I've also, like, first thing, I've been obsessed with air horn sound, making air horn <laughs> sounds with my mouth, which is so dumb. But Finn and I were, were on a road trip and, like, at every fucking turn, like, every time we said something or we made a joke or whatever, I would be like, burr, burr, burr. <laughs> so we started making up this character where I'm, like, a DJ and I'm DJ Lilai or whatever. And uh, I'm with a label and the label's like, yeah, we really love your stuff and it's really like, it's really fun. It's really nice. But we feel like maybe you should like tone it down with the Aaron horn. And then I get oh. super upset. I'm just like, I am expressing myself as an artist. You are stifling my creativity. I will not sell out like this. So <laughs> it's a whole thing. So I'm obsessed with Aaron horn sounds, but I'm also obsessed with our new dishwasher. Because um, we had this, <laughs> right? It's just so funny. Um, we had this really, really old dishwasher, which was like basically a hand-me-down from uh, Vincent's sister. And for her, it was the hand-me-down of the previous owners who lived in her house, who had that thing in their previous, previous house. Oh, my God. And it worked for a really long time. But at some point, it was just like, you know, it didn't get entirely clean anymore, the plates and the dishes. <laughs> and then there would be water like on the bottom and we would have to like keep turning the the thing to make sure that everything was going smoothly 
And every time Finn and I were like making jokes, like who could have seen this coming? <laughs> who could have seen this coming? I mean, out of nowhere, the thing stopped working. So eventually, it really stopped stopped working. So we got a new one. So now we've been j- making jokes about how lavish we live, and that mm. at every turn we just buy new expensive material. So and, what did you get? I don't know. I don't even fucking know what brand it is. I just love that know. it works. No, I just love that it works. Ah. I don't have to like keep like keep an eye on it to make sure that our kitchen doesn't. How collect. many minutes? I don't know. How many minutes is the <laughs> is the standard? Uh, well, the standard one is like two hours or something, but the eco one is three fifty five. Jeez, so, that's so like long. Almost four hours. Why? I you never... know, to be conscious of the environment. Yeah, but three hours. I don't buy that. <laughs> No, but because I think it's longer because they let it soak more because the temperatures of the water are lower. Don't you think so? Sure, but then it's... (laughs) Why four hours? (laughs) That's undoable, man. (laughs) So, but I'm really happy with our new dishwasher because now um, I don't have to think about it anymore, which is awesome. Nice. What else are you obsessed with? I was at uh, uh, flight camp Mm -hmm. this summer and they had this professional dishwasher oh those are amazing wow i want that that'd be so awesome i know i can't have that because that thing has to be on all the time Mm -hmm. and then it's like the opposite of vegan yeah and it's like not sustainable not yeah five minutes oh love it yeah and you're done yeah wow that is so how many people were you at fly camp it was like 80 wow sometimes 60 sometimes 80 yeah. See, then lot, you lot then you have to have one yeah. of those things. You, you you need it. Yeah. Yeah. But my obsession is now again mm-hmm. flying again. Because I went to flight camp and I went solo this year and really? it was so awesome. Nice. I flew all by myself for a whole week. Crazy. I went to one point two kilometers height. Whoa! Just with hot air, and Amazing. it was so nice. Yeah. 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 Love it. Love so it so much. So back next year? Definitely. Cool. Inshallah. Cool. <laughs> nice. <laughs> cool. All right. The other thing I'm obsessed with is well known to you because your dear friend Nick is actually working on that shit. Oh. It's called Poolside FM. Ah, what a boss. He's yeah. such a boss. So it's just yeah, really. Poolside FM is awesome. Poolside FM is this really weird website. If you, I'm, I'm just going to link it and you just have to click it. Even if you click it once, you just got to see what I mean because this is exactly the type of stuff that I go nuts for. It's <laughs> it's so weird and funny. And there's this, basically this little MS-DOS type of radio station with like terror. It's not good. It's, it is good music, but it's weird music. Yeah, it's and awesome. It, I don't know. It's just this movement of, of some sort. And I just think it's so fascinating because it's sort of, it, it basically came out of nowhere for me. Yeah. And then all the, I saw all these people talking about it and I'm just like, and then I saw Nick tweeting it. And I'm just like, wait, I think this is actually you, you made this. Yeah. And it's just really, really funny. So I play that now every once in a while while I'm writing and working. <laughs> I it's think nice, I'm gonna, huh? I think I'm going to show it to my friends. Yeah. It's, it's it, pretty it's cool. It's a really chill, yeah. chill summer vibe. Yeah. And there's, there's, it's all about, Nostalgia, exactly, but and I with, love a, that. With, with a fresh vibe. Exactly, which is hard Nick, to pull off. Yeah, because uh, the briefing to Nick was, uh, we want nostalgia, right? Yeah, yeah. But then he says, yeah, but I don't want just nostalgia. No, exactly. I want nostalgia with a fresh well, vibe. Well, he pulled it the fuck yeah. off. And it's it's it they they chose nostalgia from the original Macintosh yeah. uh, operating system that was beautifully designed mm-hmm. by this lady i don't know her name but she everything was so yeah. tastefully done so they took that and but also added some new things yeah. to it and it's so cool and there's videos from uh like uh, cindy crawford for pepsi yeah and all those it. things yeah, it's it's so, so cool yeah it's it's beautiful awesome they did a really good job yeah yeah, yeah. all right you want yeah, to move on to our pop culture I do. pleasures? Pop culture pleasure. I'm gonna let you have this one because I I I'm all over the place and I have no you just, specific. Okay, well if you if you think of something, just yeah. like interrupt me while I'm talking about all the pop culture things sure. that I love. Go ahead. So first of all, 
this is actually like a throwback to an earlier episode when you were actually obsessed with this or when when this was one of your pop culture pleasures but i just saw blade runner t- 2049 <gasps> oh my god and i am just not i'm i'm changed i'm a changed woman <laughs> that was one of i think that might be one of the most beautiful movies that i've ever seen in my entire life soundtrack know, right? text image it was just it was so good it's so big huh? it was huge it's so big we watched it here like on our huge tv and it's just like i was just sitting like a wide-eyed mouth agape just the entire time I was just like what the honestly if you've not seen this this is on netflix and i encourage anyone who hasn't seen it to just like take a night like Put your phone in yeah. a different room because you want to see it all and just watch the shit out of that movie because it's amazing. Have you seen the first one? Not yet, but I'm gonna. Mm. I think there's going to be like a re... Is it like a 20-year anniversary or something? Because I feel like it's going to be in the Something in the theater. like that, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Same with The Matrix. The Matrix also coming back to the theater. I'm, I'm, I am rediscovering The Matrix again. Nice. For some reason. Yeah, I think it's a pretty good movie. I know that it's, like, it's really hip to give it and shit then, now, but I think it's really good. And then I, I snowballed into transgenderism because oh, wow. of that. It's so weird. Well, how did how did you go from the Matrix to transgenderism? Because the Wachowski brothers are now the Wachowski sisters. Oh, that's right. And that blew my mind for the first yeah, sure. <laughs> 10 minutes. Yeah. And then I had to look up everything about uh, them. Yeah, right. And because... Um, I think Lana Wachowski mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but Mikowski it blew my mind. Yeah. And um, is it? It's not supposed to, but it did. Well, it's it is a like I, th- I can understand that it's like a um, surprising thing that not only are they like like transgender being transgender is luckily like a lot more seen and accepted yeah. now but still it's kind of weird or hard to do it in the public eye especially yeah. if both of you are going through that thing oh my god yeah you know it's kind of like and it's it's a weird thing to hear like two guys turn out to actually be girls and they go through life like that now yeah and one of them was like this tough guy you know yeah but it's like and that's yeah like, what what yeah, but if that's, like, who you identify with, yeah. like, on the inside, then, yeah, have at it. Yeah. Speaking of which, because it's kind of r- related to that, I have watched almost everything from the new season of Glow, uh, which is Gorgeous Lady of, Ladies of Wrestling. For those of you who do not know, it's a show on Netflix. It has three seasons. The third season just dropped last week, and it's so good. It's not as good as Stranger Things 3, but it's still... (laughs) Well, maybe it is just as good. Now that I'm saying, I think it might be just as good. But basically, Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling um, starts out as a TV show. And um, first it's like on a local television show, and then it goes, I think, bigger in season two, but then it gets dropped, so it goes off the air. However, they want to have it as a show in Vegas. So the entire crew goes to Vegas. Yes, live. Oh, that's cool. And so this um, season takes place in Vegas, which is a really fun thing yeah. like to see as it is. Um, but it takes place, I think, I think in the 80s. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's 80s because uh, I love everything yeah, 80s. Yeah, just yeah, like yeah, yeah. The, the music, the outfits, it's just so fun. Um, but they touch up on sensitive topics like race and... Um, sexuality and transgenderism not like specifically but you it's kind of because it like spoilers so if you don't want to mm-hmm. you know uh, spoilers spoilers incoming at the f- second to last episode there's this fundraiser for uh, uh people with aids because obviously that was a huge huge thing back then In the, the aids, AIDS yeah. ec- epidemic mm-hmm. was horrible and and ginormous and so there's this one guy a drag queen who throws a benefit every year for people with aids and and hiv um and they have to leave the fundraiser because someone set it on fire and when they go outside there's all these things on the on the on the on the ground and on the on the walls with graffiti like faggots die faggots die from aids faggots go home all all this type of stuff and they do a really beautiful job of showing just how incredibly hurtful and um, horrible it is to uh, be who you 
are and who you not choose to be but are and yeah. also want to be because it's your right to be just who you are yeah um, and it's just really really heartbreaking to see how not only is that did that happen then but you also automatically think of all the times that it's still happening now and glow manages also in terms of like race and and feminism it touches upon all these topics without becoming preachy without mm. like wagging their finger and 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 whatever and they do take into account that it's the 80s so obviously it's a different time but they make i, don't, I think they make some really beautiful statements through their storytelling and i think that's really really cool gorgeous ladies of wrestling, wrestling. yes it has wrestling. alison brie as um oh I, yeah alison brie from community as one of the leading ladies um, the other artists, uh, art actresses are not as well known. There's this, the other um, lead lady. I don't know her name. I just know she's one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, and it doesn't have m many real famous people, but they're all really, really fun. I highly recommend watching the Cool. Yes. Can you say something about two things? Can yes. you say something about... <laughs> Leo's Nida to an O. Sure. Okay, just Can like off the cuff. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Did you see anything? No. But, but first Susanna of all, this did. podcast is not sponsored by 90210. Um, but hilariously, my friend Susanna yes. used to be 90210 obsessed. <laughs> and all the influencers were doing sponsorship deals with uh -huh. 90210. Um See, I never watched it when I was young. Oh, no. I never watched it. So I have Where no were you? fucking clue. I don't know. Watching Charmed, probably. Charmed was my jam back then. But... That was after, maybe. But still, I didn't watch 90210. So, oh, you were... I know what you were doing. You were making your homework. Probably. On Sunday. <laughs> while all the other people were watching 90210. And That's now feel bad when they... Hate. <laughs> when we hear... <laughs> do na 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 I feel horrible because I know I have to do my homework. Oh, <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> See, I have no idea. It's like Sunday, that soundtrack yeah. is just going Yuck. way over my head. Like, I'm pretty sure that it, this is probably in the 90210 soundtrack, but you could tell me anything and I'd be okay, none the wiser. Okay. So I don't know, but I do know that Susanna watched it. Mm -hmm. Mandatory random yeah. Susanna reference in the in the podcast um, and she told me that it's sort of like a weird reality show type kind of kind yeah of, like I scripted think, reality now yeah like they're coming back together yeah. or scripted reality I don't fucking know and, man it sounds like a horrible idea it is yeah okay great <laughs> <laughs> okay are next. you satisfied yeah. yes okay. I am next should I go to Hobbs and Shaw Oh my god! Oh, sorry, that was way too loud. <laughs> I'm so sorry, you guys. Okay. I will try to calmly explain to you why Hobbs and Shaw, which is a spin-off from the Fast and Furious franchise, is a masterpiece and should be watched by everyone and anyone <laughs> between the ages of 15 and 57. I don't know why that... I just made up that number. So, if you know me a little bit, you know that I have a huge lady boner for weird, <laughs> dumb, monster and train wreck movies. Yes. And for some reason, the Fast and Furious trailer just tickled me pink. I was just like, oh, this looks horrible. I am so excited. Let's go see this. Because, <laughs> you know, it's just like explosions and bad guys and good guys and and it's just uh, like, I don't know. It just, it just made me so happy and I'm just like okay I'm definitely watching this so I dragged Vincent to the movies last week and sure I had a half a bottle of champagne so maybe I wasn't completely there <laughs> at the beginning although I do feel like I was kind of sober again as the trailers rolled by so I think it was fine first of all I'm gonna like I'm gonna give you a couple of different reasons to watch this movie first of all Vanessa Kirby is one of the most beautiful and hot women to ever grace the Fast and Furious franchise stage. And she's a kick-ass feminist lady who does not need no man to come yeah, save her yeah, because yeah, she yeah. can do all her shit herself, which I think is really cool to see in an action movie. So, yeah. yay. Vanessa Kirby, Check. number one. Two, I have a lady boner for Dwayne Rock Johnson. Because not only is he a fucking mountain of a man that I want to climb, he's also super charming and nice. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Three, I have another lady boner for Idris Elba, who plays the bad guy in this movie. <laughs> Black Superman. Oh, he's so hot. He's so hot. He's beautiful. Um, and I also really like Jason Statham, who I think is also attractive and a really, really good, bad, good guy. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. kind of the vibe that he has. Mm-hmm. He's like a bad, good guy. Um, and... Um, you put them all you put on them, the ones. I'm not, I'm not done. Oh. I'm not done. Then there's Ryan Reynolds, who plays... He's there? Yes. Ryan Reynolds? Ryan Reynolds I haven't plays, seen him in the trailer. Yes. So he's just like a surprise. He's a surprise. And he's oh really my fun. God. So he's, this is like a spoiler. Sorry, guys. It was a spoiler. Reverse spoiler alert. Yeah. Spoiler alert. But honestly, he's really, really fun. I feel like he kind of just sort of like took his Deadpool character, yeah, slapped yeah, yeah, it around yeah, yeah, a little yeah. bit, put on a suit and just went to do his thing. Then there's all these really, really cool stunts that make no fucking sense yeah. and that would never ever happen <laughs> in the real world, but that you're watching and you're just like, what the fuck is this? This is awesome. But they pull it off with a lot of charm, right? They do. It's just like you're watching and you know, I know this makes no sense. I know I should think this is fucking stupid, but I'm just eating it up. It's yeah. re- they make everything really, really fun. How, how did they do that? I don't know. But they, I, well, actually, I do feel like I know 50% of the reason why they have really good chemistry and they make a lot of jokes about everything. Uh, so they, they don't take themselves so too seriously. Exactly. So it's like more of a fun. Yeah, they, like, do, they do all the yeah. things that a serious action movie would do. Yeah but like on crack and yeah, they also yeah, yeah, yeah. poke fun at it a little bit so yeah. it's just it's abs- i think it's one of the funniest coolest <laughs> films that i've seen in a while like it's really really cool yeah you should go see it I because will definitely it's go. like it's just you'll be like in a roller coaster of fun and explosions and fight scenes and funny banter between the different characters and there's like i feel like it's a surprisingly woke movie like oh. in, in terms of like uh, at one point self-awareness yeah at one point they talk about like Jason Statham is um, the brother of Vanessa Kirby in the movie and at one point he's like upset because he feels like uh, The Rock wants to bang his sister and then The Rock's just like yeah I think she's really hot because she's one of the most professional and badass women I've ever seen but it's gonna be her own choice so if she wants to climb me then she can but she can make the own make her own decision, and I think that's so uh, awesome. Nice, and they nice, just make like yeah, I don't know. Yeah. They just play. They make it fun. That's so cool. It, it sounds amazing. It was. I, don't, I, <laughs> I, I, I can get emotional about how great I thought this movie was. And I know I have the worst taste in stuff like this, but I just think it's so fun. Yeah. I don't want to watch a movie where people have like really. Well, sometimes I do. I don't want to watch like horrible horrible stories i want to watch shit get blown up and hot men fighting that's what i want to watch every now and again and this delivered <laughs> so there we go they even they even incorporated moana in there right they did <laughs> oh my god at one point they were at the island and i just i just i just fucking thought that dwayne the rock johnson who also plays one of the characters in the moana movie yeah i at one point just straight up thought he was gonna sing the song yeah <laughs> What can I say except you're welcome. You're welcome. I honestly thought it was going to happen, which it did not. But it was great. Oh, awesome. Yes. 1010 would recommend. Great. I will go tonight. Yay. Good. I'm glad. Now, well, I would say do your thing. All right. So during this episode of the self-help hipster podcast we talked about the book atomic habits by james clear which is a really really cool book about habit change but doing it like in small little steps figuring out the ways that it works the best for you with systems habit stacking and um you know just give it a try and get a little bit better every time one percent like one percent exactly (laughs) if you go on one percenting after this then We've done our jobs and James Clare has done his job. Yeah, and maybe you will be part of the 1% one yeah, day. Yeah, one day, one day. Uh. Anyway, um, we also talked about our obsessions, which were, for me, my dishwasher and for Andrew, the McQueen sneakers that he has, which look absolutely stunning. And for my pop culture pleasures, I mostly talked. <laughs> and then Andrew gave me two really cool, like, kickoffs so that I could, like, play off of him. Um, I really liked the Blade Runner uh, 2049. Or is it 2049? Why do you say it? 
Yeah. 2049. 2049. Okay. So I really like Blade Runner 2049. If you want to watch it and Glow, which I also talked about, it's on Netflix. And I also talked about Hobbs and Shaw, the Fast and the Furious spinoff, which is really, really cool. Did you know, by the way, that Vin Diesel and Dwayne The Rock Johnson have like tons of beef? Like actual beef? Yeah, like actual beef. Because Vin Diesel obviously wants to be the star of the uh, yeah. Fast and Furious franchise. And he's like a, a lunatic of an artist where he just basically went back to his trailer to rewrite scenes and take hours and hours and hours while Dwayne Drug Johnson is a really busy man so he has no fucking time for that so it was a whole thing like when they were making the movie in which they were all together Um, so it was a whole thing I'm gonna try and and look it up because I heard it in another podcast by the Try Guys oh okay no no I didn't know so they had like tons of beef which is probably why they sort of like made it work in like different directions so yeah this has basically been our episode that was fun that was fun I hope the listeners had fun as well if you did drop us a line via our social media we'll link them uh, in the show notes and um, you can also write us a review on iTunes um, which also is also really nice if you'd like to do that Uh, thank you for your support smash that like button why can't we say that I want to say smash that like button but there's no like button we should do maybe for the finale we do one episode where where we're on on, on on, oh where are we on just one do you want to do that just for fun we could do that. Yeah, might be fun. People do this. Yeah, exactly. I cool. was, I, I always, I always not wanted to do it, but now maybe we should. Yeah, just, just give it a whirl. So we're gonna do that. But what book are we gonna read? Art Matters by Neil Gaiman. Neil Gaiman is the writer of like a ton of really, really good books of Good Omens, which is uh. one of the best shows I've seen this year. It's on HBO Prime and it's really, really good. Um, Art Matters. Art Matters. That might be fun. Different direction than what we usually do. I like that. Okay, so for the next episode, we are going to be reading Neil Gaiman's book, Art Matters. A little side hustle right there. There we go. I think it's awesome. Cool. Since we are all artists. Yay! All right, thank you so much for listening, guys, and see you on the next one. Bye. Bye.